nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash thenerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode! What I always look for is authenticity. You know, is the story truly captivating? Is it a page turner? Is the director a visionary? Does he have a vision for the script? Is he someone that I could see myself working with for weeks or months on end? And is this project going to be a challenge for us? Are we going to be going that extra mile that we haven't had to go to before? I think with A Monkey's Paw, we found what I always look for to make ourselves better as a production team, which is a true, authentic challenge. I get a kick out of hearing what people pull from my writing and that interplay afterward of like response, change, adapt, respond, and up until the point to where this thing starts getting built that nobody truly anticipates. Nobody knows how it's going to turn out, but it does. And that's, that's another really cool part of it. Is it truly a captivating script? Before I even picked it up, I honestly did not think it would live up to the insurmountable hype that everyone gave to me. You know, everyone was just so enamored with the story and the script. Even my producer David gave me a call and he said, look, you got to read the script because it's amazing. And the moment I started turning those pages, you know, I just, I just started brainstorming. I started thinking up ways to do certain parts of the script, started thinking up ways of making this vision come to life. And I just knew, I don't want to tell you too much about the script, but I knew when I read it that I absolutely loved it. So collaboration's at the center of every project, and I'm happy to say that I'm excited to work with the people that I'm currently working with right now. Um, whenever I first told them, uh, Calvin and David, about the stuff I had in mind, they both had so much to offer. Uh, David's already got the world on his shoulders all the time. The world's of like everybody who's involved in this and you know everything that we hit with him he was like yeah he's like I got it yeah I'm like that's awesome and then Calvin has brought such a depth and so much knowledge to like this thing that I, I haven't I hadn't even considered and everything and with all of us working together I know that it's gonna be something really special. And horror is the perfect genre for all of this, because no matter how freaky or how grisly or grueling or insurmountable those odds are on the screen, the characters have to deal with that. And in turn, that is as close as you are gonna get to that insurmountability. All of our previous projects have been done with no funding, have been completely out of pocket or because we've had to pull every favor we possibly could. But despite that, we're still incredibly proud of what we've made so far. 
that got me thinking. What could we actually do with a budget? And there's so many possibilities. We could rent the perfect location that the script demands. We can hire crew, new crew that we haven't worked with before, and more importantly, pay people that have been dedicated with our film crew since day one. We can rent out gear, get props that would enhance the scene and get the true vision of what me, Devin, and David Rubio have wanted. And this fundraiser is that challenge. It's that new thing that's going to help us grow as filmmakers. And like we've done with every challenge so far, we're going to give it the best we possibly got. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast, the podcast reviews movies and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 393. Yes, 393. You start losing count after 200, honestly. Uh, you really do. But uh, as always, this is the Nerd You're going to hear the closest show along to my wonderful co host, Brad. What's up, what's up, everybody? And what's going on? Man? We got the beefy boy. Beefy boy, for the last time this month, the last Monday this what month, else? until we do our, our Patreon mini, that is Hi, Aiden. the beefy boy, Aiden Burns. What's going on, Hello. man? Not too bad. Almost that Christmas break. Finally. Finally. You're not going to be going to visit your family, are you? No, I'm not going to. Hell no. Yeah, welcome to the club. Off of work, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Brad's got the Rona. Yeah. yeah, I got a call from my dad today. He's like, "Are you coming over?" I'm like, "No." Do you want the Rona? <laughs> like, <laughs> you wanna die? Yeah. I can't. You, That's you, he you wanted know? to. He's just like, "Come give me the disease." <laughs> hold on, hold on, man. Did he know that you that you are sick? Yeah, yeah, he knows. And he still asked you if you're coming over. Well, because my quarantine has ended technically on Wednesday, but my wife, on the other hand, still has symptoms. So it's like, do you want to die? Yeah, and it's also like, I'm not going to leave Brenda alone while she is sick yeah. and having to go through fatigue. And come on, man, you got to be. I, I mean, I, I think he understood. And he said yeah. he'd just leave off a care package on Christmas. So, okay. It's all good. Yeah. I was just like, Dad, why did you even ask that? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, my work asked me too, when are you coming in? It's like, nah. No. <laughs> like, you want to die? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> kill the capitalists in your head, guys. I mean, I'm I'm built different. I'm built like a tank, so it's just like whatever. It's everybody else that needs to watch out for this shit. Yeah, Aiden, uh, what's going on? You got like a like some what's well not filter. You got like a LUT profile on your computer on your on your camera or something? No, it's not just standard classic negative. 
Damn, okay. Superior look on this. I think I think we need to show Aiden's Pepsi photo. Where is it? Oh, it's pretty fine art. Where is it? Oh. He's got to get to it. Am I showing it? I, sure. I, think, that, I think that was the plan. Yeah, oh, I think that was the plan, dude. Screen. <laughs> All right. Well, it's fucking cool. Man, you got that patchy beard going in, huh? Mm-hmm. 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 He's got yeah, that winter pretty... beard. Fucking disgusting. I just like shaved it a few days ago, and it's coming back in real rough. Yeah. Uh, this man using AirPods, too. Damn. Yeah, bud. Fancy. All right. Well, hey, while he picks this up, uh, how, how have you been doing, Ray? I mean, good. I watched um, the movie oh, yeah. today. Yeah. There we go. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. When is this going to be available on the on the dark room? Mm. Um, maybe like next week. I got to edit. There's a lot of other ones. There's like several hundred pictures I took that day, so I have to edit. Yeah. Them. That was on digital, or what was that on film? Yeah, that was on digital because it was so much fucking snow. I was not about to bring a film camera out there because it would. All right. Die. Cool. Yeah. Let me know when that's on the dark room. Please. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Brad, you watched the movie. I watched. Two movies a day. Did I watch? What else did I watch? No, I watched the one movie. Yeah, I watched, of course, the movie that we are reviewing today, Ten, and then I watched uh, Wong Kar Wai's Fallen Angels because tomorrow I am going to be recording the second episode of Cinema Condition Season Two. So if you want to go ahead and listen to Cinema Condition Season Two early before anybody ever does, go to Patreon.com/slash/NerdCore and pledge the one dollar tier, and you come and listen to that. So. Uh, I recommend you all do that. It's been a fun time so far. And uh, I can't wait for tomorrow's episode. But, uh, yeah. Aiden, how you doing, bro? Pretty good. We're sticking in there. <laughs> pretty busy, like, two that's days, I guess. Cause, like, after... That's a good tone to say you're doing pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> just tired. <laughs> yep. We still have a lot of work to do before, like, the other day and tomorrow. But we're kinda oh, we didn't tell him. We heard from Leah yesterday. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, Leah was in their chat yesterday. Hey. At the wrong time. <laughs> so uh, we're doing like, you know, we're talking about the whole thing that happened on Twitch where the girl. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, we we were talking about another streamer who had gotten banned for uh, accidentally showing a video where a girl where where a girl was sucking a sucking on a horse pack. Bestiality going on. Yeah. So we were talking about bestiality, and Leah just comes in like, which we do not condone, by the way. Yeah, of course we'd come in. I'd come in when you guys are discussing bestiality. So yeah, that sounds yeah. all right. Yeah, about all right. right. It could happen at any moment. That's what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah, a recurrence every <laughs> single stream, really. Yep. And here's your thirty minutes devoted to bestiality. <laughs> um, but yeah, today we're here to close off Abbas Kiarostami month as we review his. 2002 film 10 and uh, if you guys have never watched 10 it is available on amazon prime's fandor channel which i got a three-day free trial of and i not three day seven day free trial of cancel that shit huh cancel that shit yeah there's nothing on there that i'm remotely interested in watching at all yeah it was just this yeah i I, I need to remember to cancel it's 3.99 a month but still i'm just like i need to cancel that that's a rental though at least that's a yeah, rental. Yeah, it really is. But like, yeah, I, I looked around and I was like, hmm. I, it's not like IFC Unlimited where I was like, okay, I want to keep IFC Unlimited for like the whole trial because there's actually stuff I want to watch on there. Or like when I when I um when I rented 
Stars to watch Showgirls. I was like, yeah, there might be something on Stars I want to watch. Let me see. This one, there's literally nothing that I recognize on this movie. Yeah. Well, there's Uncle Boomy on there. What's which that? is the the one where that girl like gets fucked by a catfish in a lake. All right. So let's go ahead and still, get into We're still on the same topic, I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had to bring that back up. <laughs> but uh yeah, today is the last time you'll hear from Aiden for the rest of for the month. And, uh, I thought you were about just to end it there. Last time you yeah. hear from, you'll hear from Aiden. <laughs> yeah, next December is just gonna be Brad and me. No, um, Aiden's been a lot of fun, dude, being able to do this with you. I'm glad that we were able to do another successful month of a, of, of a director that we know basically little to nothing about. Don't forget, we still have the Patreon. So yeah. we got one more to go. Yeah, but I'm glad that he was able to stop by this month. Yeah, this is fun. Like, even this one, I like, had just like even less clue than the, the previous one. Like, the other ones at least knew them or had like seen something. Well, I mean, it was Burton, for, the first one. You're like, yo, yeah, yeah. favorite of all time, bro. It's, it's like, my, my daddy. <laughs> my daddy, yeah. Uh, and back to yeah. Beast Reality. All right, yeah. Stacey. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's, a, it's a reoccurring thing now. <laughs> yeah. So um, this is Brad's last pick. So with that being said, if you have not watched 10, I recommend you all step out of here if you don't want to be spoiled. If you don't care about spoilers, then you go ahead and keep listening. Either way, how it goes. This is just water warning, and it is in effect in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Let's go again and get it off our chest. This kid is fucking worse. I'm gonna beat the shit out of him. Yep. Let's just go straight for that. Let's go again and get that one right off our chest. This kid has no business talking to his mom like that. And his mom, yo, she need to grow a couple of pairs, bro. You know, like, you know, mm, mm, mm. Let, let's get to the article and then we can talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I have a lot. I have a lot. It's, not, it's not just his mom's fault. It's not his mom. It's, look, it's the society in general over there. The society. And it's also the fact that the kids spend signs between two parents and two parents raising them two different ways. And uh, it's something that I know a lot about, you know, because I've seen it all the time. But, uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and get into this. You know, either way, you know, premise. I'm premising this with saying that this kid sucks. Beat the shit out. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> All right, Brad. Let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, introduce us to ten. 20, All right, 17. coming from the shortest Wikipedia article ever. Ten is a 2002 Iranian film and docufiction directed by Abbas Kiristami, starring Mania Akbari and Amin Mir. It was nominated. Mm-hmm. For the Palme d'Or at the 2002 Cannes Film Festival. That's fucking it. That's it. It It was 89 minutes. What do you want? (laughs) God damn, dude. I don't know. Like, yeah, that it was literally two sentences. God damn it. Okay. All right. (laughs) I over here. We had to read. Aiden and I had to read freaking essays, and you get the two sentence freaking entries, bro. I think mine was pretty quick, but I combined it from like IMDb and yeah. Wikipedia, because I think one of them just had like straight up nothing. Can, can I just say I'm glad the, uh, Cash Cab got the idea from this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, right? Y- y'all lost a lot of freaking money, man. This cab driver is high as fuck one night, and he's like, "Yo, just <laughs> <laughs> watching this movie, like, like what if we have an for money? Apparently, it was." It was nominated for a French award. And like, <laughs> what if we did something like this? Mm-hmm. 
god, dude. I can just imagine, Brad. Oh my god. But um, Brad, you want to give us your thoughts since it's your movie? Yeah, this this is not my favorite from Kiristami. I mean, for what it is, it's really entertaining somehow. I, I again, I don't know with this man. This man takes the most mundane shit and makes it something that I, I I'm pretty focused on yeah, and focused on throughout man. the movie. I, I mean, let, let's face it, this isn't the best camera. No, like like we can that's tell the difference between a Criterion uh, collection that's you know been revamped and recolored and it's all beautiful and stuff, and this, which yeah. you know it, it's not the best looking. It's somebody did a did a did a handheld on this shit, and when I first watched this, I'm like, are we just gonna be on this fucking shithead kid the whole time? Is no. that what this movie is? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it didn't turn it's out that way. The and, and, and then, and, and then you realize what the ten means. It's it's ten different situations within this yeah. car. Some of them very entertaining, like the hooker in the car. That one was very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I just love how she was like, "You really looking at me like you look down on me, but like, yo, you and you're I married. are pretty much one in the same." Yeah, like and you're like, married too. She uses her logic. On her sister, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so th- th- this this is a very good story, um, but uh, again, uh, I I love the main actress. I really do. Oh, yeah, I, 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 like I and some of these I don't know if they're actors. Like like they're just really good. Kiristami just has this way of just finding random people, and like I said, some of these situations I don't know if they're acting. I don't know if this is acting. Like like the streetwalker. Or the sex worker? No idea. She she sounded real to me. She um, sounded very real to me too. She sounded very real to me. I, I mean, even the kid sounds real. I mean, he's a shithead, but he sounds real. Yeah, and every <laughs> and every time he gets out of his dad's car to cross the street, I'm like, fucking hit him. Just fucking hit him. Yeah, like, fucking zoom in. <laughs> yeah, like I'm wondering, like. This is how you like let him go. He's gonna die one day, which might be the plan, but you know. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, there's not, there's really no soundtrack to this except to the amazing song at the end credits. That that song's amazing. Yeah. Um, other than that, like th- technically, technical wise, there's not like a lot for me to shower praise on. Because it, it doesn't look the best. It's um it's a kind of a back and forth between driver and passenger in a car, mm-hmm. which I think is is very cool technique. Um and one of those I think most directors would be afraid to do just because, you know, most directors would probably find that boring as shit or would be mm-hmm. unable to do anything with that. Kiristami is a to- totally different beast. Yeah. And the the one thing this movie has going for it is the dialogue and the acting. Like, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's pretty good in those respects. Yeah. So um, I'll say that I'm pretty much echoing Brad's thoughts here. Um, I think that this movie is not my favorite from him. It's my least favorite one. Um, certified copy, certified copy is definitely above this one now. Uh, but once again, I am going back to the same thing that I've been, you know, I've been echoing for a bit now. You know, this movie does not look good. 
Um, it's got some audio issues as well, for sure. Also, I have a theory that every time we cut when that kid is talking, either he messed up a line or what's it called? Somebody was passing the car and he like they like waved at the car or something. No, no. Did you notice like you notice multiple times cars that would come up yeah. into frame and they're just staring straight at the camera? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling that every time we cut with the kid, somebody was waving at the camera. Probably. Like, yeah. But um, you know, it's not the be- the best. The what's it called? Um, you know, it was shot film, not the best sound film. Um, there's not a lot to like write home about. You know, what's it called? Technique wise, it's pretty much a simply made film. But the writing is so strong for me. It's like it's the the dialogue is really, you know, kind of really interesting just to kind of dissect a lot of the people that are coming into this car. You know, the kid. You know, the kid, you know, even though he's a big shithead, it's like, wow, like, I'm just like, immediately, the way that he's talking to his mom, I'm like, and then we find out that his dad divorced, and we're like, okay, so he's got to be living with the dad as well, so I'm just thinking here, like, okay, I'm, I'm thinking about this kid's situation, and then we get into the sister, and how, you know, what's it called, what's going down with her, and the more we kind of learn more about these characters, especially the the lady who was going to the mausoleum to pray that her that her um, boyfriend would, uh, would, would propose to her, like, you know, and how she went with that big decision and stuff. It's like, you know, like all the people that she seems to kind of get involved with and learn from, like all make for some interesting, you know, conversations. And at the end, of, like throughout the film, like even though this wasn't the best looking movie or wasn't even shot anything, there wasn't anything to write home about that was like the way that that Kiarostami kind of creates these passionate and very, what's it called, uh, poetic frames. Like there was still something there that was like, wow. Like, this is really interesting me for some reason. And, uh, I mean, I guess a lot of it was that there's a lot of discussion here on the way that Iran was starting to treat women around this time because this was around the time that the revolution happened and a different uh, different government started to come in. You know, as you could tell, a lot before this one, if I remember correctly, you know, the wind will carry us, uh, the one before the wind will carry us, uh, like, and life goes on and all those other ones. Like, you know, there wasn't a lot of women with burqas on. You know, and then once you started getting like close to like the wind will carry us and all these, like you started seeing the change in, in the society that started mm-hmm. happening. But uh, yeah, hold on. What, what's it called? This? Streetwalker. Luke Streetwalker. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Thank you, Stacey. But uh, yeah. Well, and you can definitely tell the, the where this kid's hearing from his dad, just the way he talks down to his mother. Like just society just looked down on women at this time. And she couldn't do anything about it because if she did... Who knows? Like, yeah. like uh, she she might have had to go to court or even worse. Um, Aiden, what are your thoughts on uh, on the what's it called uh, on on ten? Um, I guess kind of the same thing. Like, I would probably put this one below a certified copy as well. Um, it it was shot on DV cam, which is interesting. So I wonder if this was kind of like Kiristami's approach or kind of response to like that Dogma ninety five like dog shit in the 90s <laughs> I hate that shit where they were like just use the shittiest camera you can don't color it don't do anything don't use a tripod so I w- yeah. i'm assuming he got some sort of inspiration from that and this was kind of like his nod to that maybe not fully but in some way just this thing that looks like absolute like my fucking camera like here probably looks better than most of this movie yeah, yeah. And <laughs> all like, cameras do yeah, yeah, like our like a phone would take a better video at this point. Yeah, than that DV cam shit. Um, but it was still interesting just just to hear the shit throughout the whole 
thing, even though it's really just two shots, pretty much. It just depends who's in them. Well, three, the shot of the sex worker, what's it called? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting out, yeah. Yeah, that's the only other time we see what's it called? Uh, what's it called? Um, a shot point. that's not inside the taxi. Well, it is inside the taxi, but it's like, you know, other than just the regular two shot. I guess you yeah. must have been too too expensive for that first car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, because like like it didn't take you long to get uh, a ride. That guy was already hanging out, and the guy the other guy what drove away, and he's like, "Oh, I'll scoop that." Bitch. No, no, I move for it, and the other one was like, "Fuck it!" I mean, I got some time to spend right now. I got a couple of money to blow. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm telling you, like, you know, this is just, it seems so interesting, everything that's kind of being discussed here, you know, just, you know, the fact that obviously this woman just right now just, just divorced her, 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 what's it called, her husband. Uh, and what she has to reveal about the fact that in Iran, you could not, you like, you could not divorce your husband unless they were beating you to death or they were on drugs. Mm-hmm. And the kid has resentment over his mom because he called his dad a drug addict. But like that was the only way she could get away from that, you know, that relationship. And uh, I, I really feel like also she was uh, affluent. Like I, I feel like she had money, just the way she presented herself and was dressed. I feel like she came from an affluent. Um, yeah, yeah. He's talking about background, like, like having a maid, and she's like, "Oh, if you have the money, why not use a maid or whatever?" Yeah, so she, I think she definitely, yeah, made some dough. But so like you know, know, also like she was very much like, you know. Well, like the kids, like, oh look, this new woman's gonna make us different food every night, and she's like, you know, it, like I, w- she was like, oh, I wish that motherhood was only, you know, you know, giving you food, like, you well, know, and, and, and you can tell the two different thinkings here, yeah, and and where the kid is probably channeling what his dad thinks, yeah, and that dad women t- should be subservient, they should be at home cooking and cleaning. And the mom is this like independent goddess who has her own job. She's making it in the world, and she's really like you have to depend on yourself. Yeah, like, you 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 know you have to when it all comes down to it, you have yourself, and that's it. Well, yeah, in that beginning conversation with the kid, he's like, you know, only you can talk for yourself. Like, you know, yeah. like you know, I, I I can only you know I I'm over here and we're having this conversation, but you are the only one who can really like you know talk for yourself, advocate for yourself. And like present for yourself, you know, like, I mean, you know, and he was like, oh, but at a certain age, like, no, that's what your dad's teaching you. That like a certain age, like we can stop talking for you. But no, like you're only for you, you know, whether you're being controlled by your parents or not, like you are your own person. And, you know, you have your own thoughts, you have your own ideas. But what's it called? Obviously, what what the mother believes is not being rubbed off on the child because the child is getting exactly everything from the dad. And uh, I'm pretty sure the grandma that he goes to is the dad. Dad's, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I'm pretty positive on that. And uh, I, I mean, otherwise, I'd tell him just shut the fuck up, and he's going where he's yeah. going. Although I yeah. did, I did love the one part where she misses the turnoff that he thinks is the turnoff, and he's just crying and being a whiny shit. And she's like, "I know a shortcut," and she's smiling the whole time. Yeah, I, I love that scene. <laughs> Like, wow, now I'm gonna get back at you for t- <laughs> but um I, I I also love that the way that like you know it's juxtaposed with um with her sister and the other woman because like her sister is like you know wow she's heartbroken devastated that what's it called uh, her man is leaving her 
while the other one's like, well, it's not happening and yeah. it sucks, but like I can be me now. Like, I, I mean, I got to admit with a shaved head, she was very beautiful. So how long before the the kid ends up in the truck? Not long I, if it was right after, like if right after the movie ends. Is she? Is it why it ends so abruptly on the last scene? Is she yeah. like this? <laughs> you got in the wrong part of this car, kitty. That's what I was hoping the last scene would be. Her just beating the shit out of it. <laughs> just man. ends with a, just a bitch slap to this yeah, kid's because, face because it ends very abruptly, like you said. Like it's yeah, the yeah. shortest one. It's it's probably yeah. not even two minutes, and it's just like. Well, I think it's really? just it's a cycle. You know, it's going to keep happening. It's going to yeah. keep going like this because guess what? She does not have the power to discipline her child like she should. He's going to grow up. He's going to be a shit. Yeah. That's, and what's oh, it yeah. Called? If she if she if she slaps him, let's say let's say metaphorically she slaps him. Mm-hmm. Kid goes to dad and says, "Mommy hit me," and it doesn't say why he hit why she hit me, and he doesn't be it doesn't tell her that he's been. Oh, rude. it doesn't matter why she hit him either, yeah. and he'll just yeah. go yeah. to well, well, law next or whoever lawyer. You know, and the next thing he should he probably tells him like, "Okay, well, you know, a man." Should never be killed by a woman, blah blah blah. A man should return the hit to his mother, and you know, like, or to any woman who even raises a hand at her or something like some bullshit, right? I mean, that's and, what she gets a cattle prod, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, Shock so like, I feel like the end, the ending is abrupt, but it's just like, hey, is it gonna keep on happening as far you know, as long as women do not have the rights or women do not have the place in society to be the people that they need to be. This will keep happening. Your kids will keep disrespecting you. You will be looked down upon. You will be, um, even though you may be, you may be far more successful than your your husband. You may be what's it called, a way better thinker than your husband. You may be what's it called, a better person. Your what's it called. These will still happen because your government and your society refuses to believe that you are a person with thoughts, independent thoughts. I just want to know why he was so angry at his mother. It sounds like his mother wanted to get out of a bad situation. And he just doesn't want to hear it at all. I, I yeah. think it's just like straight up entitled. Little yeah. Little. Entitlement. And I also think it's a lot that the, from the dad, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. He probably told him like, oh yeah, like, you probably like, we don't, we don't ever get, we don't even, we don't ever see how the dad looks. We don't ever see anything. Like my, my thoughts is that, you know, the dad is feeding them a different story and saying, don't believe your mom. And her mom is giving her the real story, like him, the real story. But because of what the dad's saying, that he's refusing to believe it and saying that, no, you're a liar. You're selfish. You divorced my dad. And now I can't have a complete family. And I'm only here living with my dad and yada, yada, yada. So I, I think it's it's a thing. And it, 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 honestly, man, like we sit here around here, we sit around here and we're like, you know, fuck this kid, right? You know, yeah, this kid's a shithead. But like, I feel bad for him because he's he's not being raised the right way. Like he's not no. being, you know, he, he's seeing two different sides of a story and he's being molded by someone who, you know, isn't the right parental figure. No, and, and there is no respect for his mother. There's no respect that, for that, him. That is not being taught to him. And I, I, honestly, if if I had tried to do that to my mom, one, my mom probably would have beat my ass. And oh, two, yeah. my dad would have beat my ass after that. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I want to speak to the other white guy in the room. I can have me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think you already know what would happen to me. Yeah, yeah. Would, in, would, in any in any American <laughs> household, I would say. Um, no, in my ethnic household, I would have been dead. Oh, I would have yeah. been dead. I, I would have <laughs> had my ass folded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, into a lawn chair. Yeah, into a lawn chair. Yeah, 
Um, and of course the sex worker kind of like, I, I, I think that the sex worker embodies what she kind of wants to be. Cause she kind of like changes and she kind of starts, you know, talking to the other women differently too. And it's like, yeah, you shouldn't have to cling on to him and stuff. And like, and then she just kind of starts bringing up like, oh yeah, like women only need to be obeying her, their husbands and stuff like that sex worker, even though she was obviously, what's it called? Uh, laughing at her. And kind of saying like, wow, like I can't believe the minute you got in here, you'll look down on me because yeah. of my profession. But like, uh, and even the sex worker was like, I enjoy this. This is I what enjoy I enjoy. It, yeah. Like I enjoy sex. And she was very open about it. She was like, no nookie for you tonight. And I was, that was like the funniest fucking line. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love how she was like, you know, oh, I don't work in this department yet. Like obviously saying like, she thought that she was going to pick her up. <laughs> and he's like, no, I kind of don't do girl right now. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not in that, that department. I can't like, do anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> like if you need something, I'll try to do it. But like, yo, I'm really not working in the department. She was like, I accidentally got in here. You kind of just stopped. Yeah. Can, can you let me out? Yeah, but <laughs> kind of is basically everything that she wants to be. Like she wants to be this independent woman who uh, who is free with her sexuality, who what's it called, who does not care about what these men say and only look at men as what's it called, the people who are giving them money for their service and is like obviously independent. And obviously, what's it called does not have anything else to worry about. She does not have kids to worry about. He's like, hey, kind of like this woman is kind of everything that she kind of wants to be. And she kind of molds herself after a little bit by what this woman is telling her. And I think you get a little bit of her kind of going away from a lot of the religious aspect. Like when the old woman gets in the car and she's like, yeah, take me to this. And then the old one's like, yeah, you go pray. I'll wait in the car. I'm just like, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, No, that's really weird. Why are you watching the car? (laughs) You oh, go pray. pray. I'm not gonna go pray. <laughs> in my damn car. Busy. Go pray. Right. Yeah. I'm making money. Got prostitutes to pick up. Yeah. Got prostitutes to pick up. But um. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, man, like this, this, this movie's biggest strength is the writing and the direction. It really is. Like, there's nothing yeah. else going on here that I can say. Like, wow. Like, I'm, I'm astonished by the coloring or anything. But like, it's just, it's. And I mean, it could be another one of those. It's not a Criterion collection. It hasn't been prettied up like like. I don't think it's pretty up. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I, I don't think there's much you can do with this. It's DV cam, bro. There yeah. is nothing to pretty up. Yeah, that's true. So I, I mean, from the technical aspect, there's nothing that we can really have a positive saying on, other than story and dialogue. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the man was a poet. The man was what's it called an artist in, uh, in a different field, man. He was, you know, he painted as well. Like, you know, I'm not surprised that he's so good at writing these films because, I mean, the man was a poet. So, you know, I'm going to go ahead and go and get and give uh, 10 a 7.5 out of 10. I think that this is good. It's, it's good for what it is. And what I'm going to remember the most out of this film, and honestly, I, I can't I won't even say that I won't rewatch this film, honestly. I will probably have it in the background to listen to the dialogue, but I won't like watch it, watch it. No, but I would be there just to listen to those conversations again. Or like, you know, just look I have out a question for that. Like you kinda need to watch it. Yeah, for the subtitles. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would honestly I would. Not even you could like live transcribe it or whatever. Yeah, you <laughs> could have you could have like Alexa like I can transcribe that shit for me. Also, the movie's not even that long. It's an hour thirty. 
Yeah, it's like an hour and 34 minutes. It's not even that long. And honestly, I'd watch this movie just to look at that mom again. Mm, yeah. Very pretty. Yeah, she was really, she was a goddess. Like, that's really why I'm pretty. like, this this woman don't need to pay, put up with this little brat. This yeah, little I know. Shirt. I'll give you another tip, baby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. What's it called? Uh, uh, Aiden, well, I mean, sorry, Aiden. Now, Brad, what are you going to give uh, 10? Um, I'll give it uh six and a half six and a half uh aiden what are you gonna go ahead and give 10 uh six seven six seven yeah all right that's all you had to say though hey i'll give you another kid don't worry about it <laughs> hey oh my god i'll give you one he already has yeah no nah, man okay yeah no Y'all, y'all, y'all need to see this woman, bro. Like, seriously, I would, I would not mind giving this woman an arcade, bro. Yeah, she was beautiful. She was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> all right. And in this segment of Raul loves Persian women. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And now for our next segment, Beastie. Yeah. So, um, guys, next, what's it called? Uh, our next review is our. Our, this, we closed it off today, but the actual conclusion to the month is on our Patreon. So is she She's a 10? Yeah, she definitely a 10, oh, bro. Yeah, I, you only see, like, right here, up to right here, and that's all I had to see, bro. That's all I had to see. Like oh, the, the, the face, Woo. Yeah, I was like, Yo, that's a beautiful face. But uh, facts, Brad, yeah. So um, our conclusion is going to – our actual conclusion is on the Patreon as we look at the tw- our, at Abbas Kiarostami's final film – that wasn't even by completed by him. It was completed by his son, 24 frames. And uh, we will be watching that on the Patreon on Patreon and reviewing it on patreon.com slash nerdcore. And if you guys want to go and sign up, you could just sign, you sign up to the $2 tier for $2 a month and you get that review. And a couple of other ones that we'll be dropping soon. Because let's go. I watched Dr. Sleep. I'm going to be watching Fargo tomorrow. And, um, you know, we should be able to, what's it called, get to doing some of these reviews already. So, uh, yeah. Also, next week, it's an overshot. So next Monday, we are going to be catching up on a couple of reviews as well. We're catching up on our Kill Bill reviews that we never did since last year. So on Monday, we will be reviewing Kill Bill Volume 1. And then on Thursday, we will be reviewing Kill Bill Volume 2 and doing our end of the year list, as always, when we do when we do that here for our Saturday morning review. And... Uh, I will inform you all about what next month's theme will be. And uh, I'm just saying that we will be traveling to the wonderful uh, country of Italy for this next month. So, uh, so that with that being said, uh, what's up? The next theme is bestiality. Through. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Stop. Starting off with Uncle Boonmi. <laughs> Aiden gets the lead. <laughs> <laughs> here on a public show for a bit. I am, I am I'm the one who has to stay to correct the ship here. Don't be bad. Uh, yeah. What's it called? Uh, so is the sequel going to be another another 24 frames with Eddie Murphy? Well, Abbas is Abbas dead, bro. So, you know, that's no. But um, yeah, we are going to talk about the coming to America on the live show. But uh, with that being said, it's been a lot of fun. And I want to thank everybody who has been watching. I want to thank Aiden for make for completing another December with us, man. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, we got we to gotta watch the, the, the 24 frames to do it this week. But um, yeah. 
what's it called? Don't let's not turn this into the mirror again. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like we're gonna finish this. <laughs> let's do this before we turn this into the mirror. But um, yeah, I want to thank our Patreon supporters for uh, for what's it called for making this show happen and all the shows on the network. As always, you can join the Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/NerdCore. Thank you to our associ- to our producers, our writers, and our showrunner. Thank you to our associate producers, Cassie and Sarah. You're awesome. You're wonderful people, and thank you for being here for a really long time now. Um, thank you to our executive producer, Grayson Barker. Who you can follow at Grayson Barker ninety eight on Instagram, Warlord One Bar on Twitter. And thank you to our other executive producer, Shane. Go on, Brad. We're going to find him. You can follow our friend Shane at twitch.tv slash XSRK or on Twitter at XSRK underscore. Thank you to our writers, Brown Rice 96 Bryce, thank you so much, man. You can follow him on that handle on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, whatever it is. You guys can find him on, on there by Brown Rice 96 and then our wonderful Tony. Hey, Tony. We can follow at Real Nerdy Dad. We got to do Earth Girls Are Easy. I Funny thing is, like, you'd be like, you probably forgot about that film. Nah. Nah, it's still fresh in my head. Oh, oh, oh no. No, the furry suits? Mm-mm. Yeah, no. I, that, that does not leave your hey. head. Hey, Aiden. Coming in at the last. Eden. Last yeah, what's moment. up, Eden? What's going on, man? Thank you for coming in. And, uh, of course, our wonderful showrunner. Taymore23, T-A-Y-M-O-O-R, 23 on Instagram and on Twitter. Thank you, Taymore, for believing in us and uh, being our showrunner here. And we hope that uh, this month has been a pretty good pretty good success for y'all, and we've been able to do uh, – we've been able to keep y'all entertained by discussing some some pretty good movies, some, a great movie, and some stuff that, you know, isn't the best, but, you know, pretty damn good. So uh, with that being said, though, uh, Aiden, for the last time this month, where can they find you, bro? On Instagram at Aiden.Burns, A-Y-D-E-N.B-Y-R-N-E-S, and Twitter, A-Burns152. And uh, Arby's.NYC? Yep, also that. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, guys, go and follow Aiden. He does great work, and, uh, you know, you can purchase that that, that, uh, frame, I mean, that print of that wonderful picture that he took. It's incredible, man. Honestly, God, <laughs> Reddit loved that one. Yeah, yeah, Reddit. Although yeah. one guy told me that um, that it like it wasn't snowing and any camera could handle snow. I was like, that's incorrect. But it's incorrect, my friend, sir. I'm sure yeah. if I'm standing out there, it's gone. Right, yeah, like any other camera that doesn't have like proper weather sealing would have just died. Yeah, or like I- it would have just fogged up immediately. And I'm like. Yeah, mine would have been fucked up, bro. Like, <laughs> definitely would have tried to take a film like, cap instead of. Yeah, like, I wasn't really gonna bring like my fucking Leica out there. I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna be fucked. Yeah, but uh, thanks again, man. We'll see you. We'll see you back on the on the on the mini pod. But uh, as always, thank you guys so much, and I hope you guys stay safe. We will be back on Thursday live for you all as we discussed 2020s. The Sound of Metal. And as always, uh, stay safe, y'all, and we'll see you then. Brad, send him out. Ryro, name being host as always. Thank you, Aiden, for another lovely December review. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you, <Brad. laughs> Thank you to all those who joined us in chat today. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, Thank you to all our... Bradley. Bradley. Thank you to all our Patreon supporters, all our listeners. We appreciate each and every one of you. 
And I guess to end this, I would just say, leave your kids on the curb. Fuck it. Young Yoda out. Fuck them kids.